Let's uh, begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come to you once again today, this this morning or this evening, depending on wherever we are, we commit all of us to your loving care that you, by your spirit, enable us, Lord, to lay before you and bring our needs and petitions before you in seeking your kingdom come for revival to come to the church. Lord, even as we look to your word, I pray that you will speak to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I would like to look at a couple of verses from the book of Malachi. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. He will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers so that I will not come and smite the land with a curse. It's very interesting to note that the last verse of the Old Testament ends with a word of curse, whereas the last verse in the New Testament in the book of Revelation ends with a word of grace. And these two verses give us the summary of life under the Old Covenant and life under the New Covenant. Jesus became the curse of the law that we are today able to live under grace. And one important indicator for us to experience life under grace is that sin should have no dominion over us. And to the extent we allow legalism to take us back to bondage, to that extent we move out of this umbrella called grace and fall into sin. That just an observation in passing, what I want to draw our attention is to one specific ministry of Elijah given here in Malachi 4 verse 6. He will restore the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Has this ministry of Elijah already been fulfilled or is it yet to be fulfilled? May I begin by suggesting that this is a prophecy yet to be fully or entirely fulfilled and that it is on us, the end time church today, to enable the fulfillment of this prophecy. And therefore, one element of praying for revival should include specific prayers directing at turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Essentially seeking reconciliation between parents and children, an area that is under tremendous attack by the devil. Of course, the ultimate reconciliation that we look for is with the Father, God Almighty. Now, I do not know to what an extent estrangement of relations between parents and children were prevalent before the first coming of the Lord. When John the Baptist ministered in the spirit and power of Elijah, families were not so nucleus as they are today, and I believe not so exposed to the attack of the enemy as it is today. In my own life of about five plus decades, I have seen deterioration family relations grow exponentially. Even in the East where I come from, where traditional family values are held very high, they have started seeing erosion in those values. We are seeing manifold increase in abuse of children by own parents and increasing rebellion by children against their parents. This is not just out there in the world where people do not know God, but we can see it increasingly manifest among Christian families. Growth of single mothers and single fathers is exploding where the child may be deprived of the love of other parent. Of course, we must not ignore the fact that sometimes single parent would help children from protecting from an abusive parent or from an abusive environment as well. 
I do not want to analyze the reasons for this alienation between parents and children, postmodern thinking, liberal values, materialism, humanism, excessive social media exposure, all of them contribute to drive a wedge between relation between parents and children. And it is to be expected as we approach the end times, the devil is becoming overactive and it's coming after families. And one big area is alienating parents and children and with from each other. Because God has ordained that the biblical values must be transmitted from father to the children, both by example and by teaching. So not only do we see a failure in this area in home in, in homes, but we also see sometimes the fathers themselves can become predators in some homes. Even if children are growing in a Christian family and uh, going to Sunday school and being exposed to a lot of teaching, by the time they reach teenage and uh, start seeing or tasting what is so-called the freedom of the world, they can forget all that they've learned and embrace the values of the world. They not only go away from their parents, and so doing, they go away from God himself. And I believe all of us, I mean, most of us may can be able to relate to some family or the other for going through that heartache and pain at this time. So in announcing the birth of John the Baptist, the angels spoke to Zechariah in Luke 1, 17, that his son would go before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. What gets omitted by the angel here in communicating this part of the prophecy from Malachi 4 is turning the hearts of the children to the fathers. And the angels replaces it with a phrase, disobedient to the wisdom of the just. Also in the same chapter, looks 1, in the song of praise of Zacharias, he speaks about the ministry of John the Baptist to be the one who would come before the Lord to prepare his ways. Now Zacharias speaks about the Fulfillment of the prophecies from Isaiah 40, verse 3, and Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, about the ministry of John the Baptist to be essentially preparing people whose heart would be ready to receive the Lord at his first coming. Our Lord Jesus also referred to the ministry of John the Baptist to be the fulfillment of Elijah's ministry to prepare the people to receive him when he came announcing God's kingdom and when he came to be a sacrifice for sin for the people of the world. So what we can conclude is that there is an element of this prophecy from Malachi 4, verse 6 to be fulfilled. Now, when we look through the ministry of John the Baptist, to the extent that is recorded in the Gospels, we do not see any specific ministry in turning hearts of fathers to the children or the hearts of children to the parents. He primarily focused on calling the sinners to repentance, thus have their hearts prepared, ready to receive Jesus when he came preaching the kingdom. So it is possible for us to look at the ministry of Elijah to have two fulfillments, one before the first coming of the Lord and the other before the second coming of the Lord. Now, if you refer back to Malachi 4, verse 5, where it is where it says about prophet Elijah coming before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. So it's a clear reference to the second coming of the Lord. Therefore, the entire fulfillment of the ministry of Elijah in turning the hearts of the parents to the children and the children to parents should be an ongoing one or yet to be fulfilled. Just as there was a ministry before the first coming of the Lord, a ministry done by John the Baptist, 
acting in the spirit and power of Elijah to prepare a people ready to receive the Lord at his first coming. There is a ministry in function today in preparing the hearts of people for the second coming of the Lord. So from the day of Pentecost, the last days began. And ever since we are waiting for the great and terrible day of the Lord to come upon this world. The church ever since has a ministry in preparing the people to his second coming. Now, Jesus made it very clear that this gospel must be preached to the ends of the earth before he can come back. And in that process, one of the important things that we have to see getting fulfilled is bringing reconciliation between parents and children. And in that process, reconciliation with God himself. Now, some have speculated that uh, one of the two angels referred to in Revelation chapter 14 is Elijah. Now, whether that will be true or not, only time will tell. Be that as it may, I believe the church as ministry today to act in the spirit and power of Elijah in fulfilling this particular prophecy which Malachi speaks about before the Lord comes back. So we are preparing, we have to prepare the world as it were to for the coming of the Lord when he comes either in peace or in wrath, depending on people's response to the gospel. Jesus did not say that the sole purpose of preaching the gospel was to bring everybody into repentance, but that nobody will have an excuse on the day of judgment. So in that process, we have a role to fulfill today in bringing the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their parents. It's not only about out there in the world, but specifically within the church, which we see increasing alienation that's happening. So I would like to focus in praying specifically this area where we see increasingly manifest in our lives today, in our churches, in our homes and families, that we may be empowered with the spirit of and power of Elijah to be able to be those people through whom this can get fulfilled until the coming of the Lord. Amen.